Good evening, everyone. Good to see you. Great to have you with us tonight, Friday night. It's lockdown, so that means there's nothing to do. <laughs> you're locked down. So you're stuck in the house, and it's particularly windy night tonight. It as is well, quite windy. Yeah. And, uh, hello, and hello to everybody listening on uh, the Spotify as well. Is, it, is that what it's called? The Spotify? Yeah, yeah, Spotify. And also, do we have other listening Apple platforms? Podcasts is the other Apple one. Apple Podcasts. But you know, I'm a Spotify fan, so. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. yeah it's anyway, um, so uh, it's great to have you with us. Uh, go and get a cup of tea, go and get a cup of coffee, or if you're like me, really push the boat out, get a cup of cocoa. Ooh. Every night nice. at seven o'clock, uh, it's my uh, guilty pleasure. It's not even guilty. And it's, <laughs> and it's sugar-free as well. So anyway, um, good to have you with us tonight. We're talking all things relationships. Mm -hmm. So hold on to your seats for the next uh, few minutes. We're going to be just... Uh, doing some real talk, talking about relationships, how do you manage them, how do you stay accountable, we're going to talk about dating, we're going to talk about all that stuff. Uh, but uh, before we do that, I'm going to introduce the guys who are here in the panel uh, tonight. Starting over here, we've got uh, Angie. Hey, hey, hey. Angie's amazing. And Erin. Hey. You guys are housemates, aren't you? We yes, are. Uh, <laughs> part of our Leicester campus. And uh, you you live in a detached uh, house? We do live in a detached <laughs> house. Uh, you've got a conservatory. Yes. Yep. There you go. So that tells you everything you need to know about these people over here. Um, then also over here, we've got uh, Pastor Joe. Joe's our Nottingham campus pastor. Great guy. Been a part of our church community uh, since day two. Day two, yeah. <laughs> Week two, yeah. And it's uh, just great to have Joe with us uh, tonight. So uh, we're going to just have a, a chat with you, and I hope you really get something out of this tonight and enjoy it. And uh, so let's talk about relationships. First of all, um, I think sometimes when it comes to talking about relationships in church, one of the challenges can be that we want to get things so right that uh, we can almost imply, or it can almost be implied, it's wrong to have relationships. You shouldn't have relationships, that's worldly. <laughs> God's will is not for you to have a relationship. <laughs> um, uh, but actually, no, there's nothing wrong with um, uh, wanting to have a relationship. There's nothing wrong mm -hmm. with that, right? It's, it's an honorable yeah. thing. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. So... Um, but tonight, we're, we want to just do some real talk between how do you manage the tension of, mm. uh, of wanting a relationship and keeping God your focus. That's good. So maybe that's where we'll start, actually. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? How do you, how do you, uh, you know, you, you have a desire to have a relationship with somebody. Mm -hmm. But also, as Christians, there is the challenge of keeping, you know, mm -hmm. we say keeping God number one in our lives yeah. and yeah. so on. Et cetera, et cetera. So any thoughts on that? To start with you, Erin? Yes, no, yeah, I think, um, as you said, it is a, t a tension to be managed. Sure and um, I feel yeah. like last week they they touched on it as well. If you missed last week's FNC, go check it out on Spotify and YouTube as well. Um, and I feel like I, remembering that God's got a purpose for your mm -hmm. life and mm -hmm. God's purpose for your life is for you. Mm -hmm. And that that doesn't change, you know, when you get in a relationship, whether you're single. Um, and I think it's not wrong, as you said, to want a relationship, but actually that that doesn't define who you are. That doesn't mm -hmm. define who God has called you to be and the plan that he has for your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it makes a big impact. You know, if, if God's your focus, then that's going to determine how you engage in the relationship mm. it's going to determine the relationship isn't yeah. it because if you are if you've got if you've got if your if your vision is up there and this is a really bad illustration right mm -hmm. for the purpose of spotify it's left <laughs> and the person that you know that you really physically attracted to is turning right mm -hmm. and they're like gonna do so the problem is that relationship is not really going to work because yeah. it's like you know a vision this way and a vision that that's division isn't it oh you ever thought about it like that i like that so it's like so it's not really helpful so i suppose that putting god at the center mm. putting god at the heart of everything yeah uh is kind of important it is important because that's going to really determine everything everything flows from that yeah mm -hmm. and so you want to get that right yeah. You want anything to add to that? No, absolutely. I like I like what you said there, Erin. Um, I think part of the tension is is perhaps a lot of people 
or I'm not going to say a lot of people, it's very easy for all of us to fall into this. You know, if, if mm-hmm. you're single and maybe you've been single for a while and you've got that tension of wanting to be in a relationship, you can and kind of- there's nothing of, wrong with that. And, and there's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. that because mm-hmm. it's a it's a desire. Like God yep. created that, you know, that's why he gave Adam Eve, you mm-hmm. know, that we're meant to be in relationship. Um, and so, you know, it's like there's, when there's that tension and maybe it's, it's something that's been, you've been waiting on for a while, uh, it's easy to kind of get sidetracked and become unhappy perhaps. Um, and, but, but the truth is you can still be happy in, while she's single. It's yeah. all about finding something that gives you purpose and mm-hmm. gives you drive. And yeah. Gives you know you what I think happens with a lot of people? Sorry, were you finished? No, no, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I got a revelation. So I, got <laughs> a long, <I'm> <laughs> I, think, I think what happens with a lot of people is though, that they panic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They get to a certain stage, right? So, you know, you, you know, it's like you have a season where, Lord, I'm, I'm resting in you. I'm leaving this with you. And then you wake up at three o'clock one morning, you think, where's my husband? Or where's my wife? <laughs> I thought I did. And it's like, um, and, and, we, and I, I think that a lot, of, a lot of times the reason, you know, I always say to people, Hold your nerve. Hold, hold your nerve. Your nerve. Yeah. Yeah. Just you just gotta hold your nerve. And that's and that in a way is the very thing that you probably don't want to hear because what mm-hmm. you really want to hear is God, you know, you want to hear prophecy. Mm-hmm. The Lord is sending that person. They're they're coming around the corner now. Right you know, now. and then you look at this and it's the wrong person, you think they're like ninety or whatever. <laughs> so it's, it's the kind of not the one it's not the one, you know. Not unless of course mm. you're you're like ninety year olds or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but uh, so, like, I, I think that panicking mm, is yeah. like uh, you just gotta, you gotta. I suppose you gotta get some perspective in that. Yeah. What yeah. do you reckon? No, literally off the back of that, Pastor. I think that's such a good point, and I feel like I really do resonate with that because mm. being like you know single, like the panic has set in. Mm. I feel like as a you know, as you said, you go through seasons mm. where you're like, Lord, I trust you. This is my single season. I'm a thrive. And then like one day you wake up and you're like, Oh my gosh, Lord, why is it not happening? When mm. is it happening? Who's it happening with? But it's so true, like the perspective that we have and how I guess we view relationships and uh, like mm. touching on what Aaron says the priority and I think the value that we put in relationships kind of can help us manage the tension like I always think like you know it's great to have a desire to want to be in a relationship great to have a desire to want to be with someone but it's not our be all and end all it's not like the you know like it's not like an an like the whole achievement of our life Um, and I feel like it kind of ties into I I was thinking about this kind of ties into what you were saying on Sunday Pastor Roy about um uh, courage and you're yep. talking about you know courage is not always about you know um, you know facing up to the fight but learning like at times mm. when to walk away yeah. and I feel like sometimes to manage the ten- tension of like wanting to be in a relationship but not over egging it is actually knowing when to walk away and knowing mm. when to like mm. leave it in God's hands sure. just to dr- trust yeah. in God yeah. and have the courage to like be like I'm, I'm just have to trust I don't know when it's going to happen but God you're going to make it work some way or the other yeah I think that's really good and, and it's I guess there's an element of making sure, you know, try, making sure that sing, if you're, you know, singleness is not my identity. Singleness mm-hmm, yeah. is not my identity. You know, I am, I'm serving God and I'm, I'm getting on with it and I'm going to, mm-hmm. and, and, and singleness is not my, and I think when you come to that sort of uh, conviction, I think it has to be a conviction actually. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, I am a child of God, I, yeah. like all the stuff you were just saying there, I'm going to get on, I'm going to serve God and so on and so on. So on. My identity is who I am in God. Mm-hmm. My identity is not, I am a single person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's not your identity any mm-hmm. more than my identity is. I am a married man. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that's not my. You know. It's true. You know, I love my wife, but my my identity is I'm a child of God. My wife yeah. is listening right now, is thinking, "What is he going to say?" Right now? <laughs> anyway, um, let me ask a practical question. Um, how do how do men are from Mars and women are from Venus? Is that right? Is that, is that what the that, book says? I think that's that is a scientifically yeah, proven <laughs> saying. Never. I mean, I've never read the book, but I just love the title. I think yeah. the title is it's, like it's never a truer title has been spoken in the history of <laughs> book titles. Isn't it? Um, so let's get some perspective. What do, what do men look for in relationships, and what do women look for in relationships, mm-hmm. and then how do you shape Ooh. that by your Ooh. spirituality? Right. I'm out. Wow. Am I answering on behalf of the men or yes, the women? I mean, I mean, yeah. <laughs> You're talking on behalf of the men. Yeah. No so what, you know, wow. because, and I think this is an important little part of the conversation yeah. because yeah. sometimes, you know, men can assume that women are looking for the same things that men are looking for, mm. but they're not because women are looking for different things. 
I can hear Noel, our tech guy, laughing because he's like, Joe's really in it now. <laughs> <laughs> You're the I'm spokesman intrigued. of the man. Go <laughs> on. What, what responsibility? So, come on, Identify. It's, don't say five things because I don't know if I have up to five things. <laughs> it's, it's lost, isn't it? <laughs> well, I th- well, that's a big challenge, obviously. Well, what are men looking for? I think it, it, men are definitely, a, there's definitely a physical aspect to it. I feel like, you know, as a, a guy, animals, you have to be attracted to, you know, mm-hmm. to the, you know, physically to the person that you want to be in a relationship with. Um, but also, I don't think a lot of men will probably voice this, but uh, as someone who is in a relationship, it's something that I've come to realize that I really wanted, but I probably didn't know it so much at yeah, the Yeah, but time. you were young and foolish. Now you've grown older and you've matured. Uh, yeah. I think women, men mature by later the way, than I men. think, yeah, absolutely. I yeah. think that's true. I think mm-hmm. women mature much more quickly yeah. than men, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Men, men are like boys up until about 30. 35. <laughs> 35. But that's <laughs> a good point. To get there. So, and, th- and that does, there's a dynamic there, isn't mm-hmm. there? You yeah. know, if there is a sort of a, I mean, maybe, I mean, we're talking in general terms. I yeah. mean, obviously, you know, and talking in tongue and a little bit tongue in cheek mm-hmm. as well. But I think there's an element to that. So absolutely. Continue. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one thing that, that men absolutely need is, again, carrying on with that thought is, is someone who is uh, supportive of them mm-hmm. and able mm-hmm. to really challenge them to be great. Because it, it can be, I think because of the kind of um, perhaps like the social constructs of what a man should be, and that's sure. a whole different mm-hmm, topic. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. um, sometimes men can find themselves in this space of probably feeling a bit of pressure to compare to other men when that's not, you know, God's calling you to be like him, not yeah. like what the world calls a man to be. And so in those areas, maybe where you feel, uh, feel inadequate as a guy, when you're in a healthy relationship, you find that uh, the woman that you're with is really encouraging, really supportive and really pushes you to be great. And I think that that's something that men look for, but don't really know that they're mm. looking for until mm. they until they get into a good relationship. And then yeah. you're like, oh, that's really nice to have because mm. men aren't really the type to, we don't really, unless, you know, the other thing is men build relationships with other men over time. It takes, mm-hmm. you know, it takes a while for a man to get deep with another guy. But I think probably women are a bit more easy to do, to do that amongst themselves. So when you're in a good relationship, you, fi- you find you're able to be a bit more vulnerable than perhaps you normally are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's really helpful as mm-hmm. well. That really helps, helps you as a guy. So I think those are the things that guys look for. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely, I think probably the main thing, and this is something that I've probably come to find, is that men are probably a bit more invested in the physical side of things than women are in terms of when they look, I don't know, you can answer that, I don't know, but I think that's probably <laughs> fair to say. When a woman sees you, I tell you. Not me, I'm, I'm taken. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, just, <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> What, 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 so help us. Mm-hmm. We're ignoramuses. What, what is a woman looking for in a relationship then? What's the deal? Go on, Aaron. Yeah. Oh, no. and, 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 and by the way, when you're answering this, you are going to help man to understand. So you, there's a lot of, you know, help that you're going to give people here. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, and I, I, will, I will answer the question, but I do feel like, and I know for me, maybe personally, and maybe, I don't know if Andy can relate or mm-hmm. the, the gals listening, but I feel like we maybe have our lists. And I feel like sometimes, and it's not that's you not a bad lists. thing. Like our lists of yeah, like, it's called the list. Like sometimes multiple like, lists. Like, Women no, 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 have like, lists. Like of non, like, like of non. Every man in the Junction Church, there's a list. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but like, and obviously that's not a bad thing. And I think it's good mm-hmm. to know what you know what your non-negotiables are, and so that that you, okay. don't, that you don't settle for somebody that you don't want to be with. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I feel like maybe. I know for me, sometimes it can get be easy to get caught up in the list yep. and almost keep adding things. Well, and like, because the list is too idealistic, you mean? Because yeah. because mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I, that's yeah. a good point, isn't so it? So, yeah. like you know, yeah, I I don't, I don't really know what would be on your list, but you know, like something something that's maybe unattainable or mm. something that you've mm. maybe made up in your head. And like I'm talking from personal experience as well. Like mm. I'm not trying to call out anybody, yeah, yeah. but I think like maybe a healthy way is just like. It's, it's another tension to manage, like managing mm. your expectations so that you're mm-hmm. not just settling, but also managing your expectations so you're not disappointed. Yeah, and feel I, like I get that. You're, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a re- and that's really, really helpful mm. to, to hear that because uh, I suppose all of us have expectations, but you know, you've got to manage those expectations as well. You've got to have some stand standards, mm-hmm. yeah. some old fashioned word yeah. standards. Mm-hmm. You've got to have standards, young people. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got to have like some, you know, some non negotiables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you've got to have some negotiables as well. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah. know, if they snore, you think, well, I'll cope <laughs> or whatever. But if it's like, yeah. you know, they're 
they're not walking in faith or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Not, that's such a, but that's, that's really yeah. interesting. What about yourself? Uh, any perspective to add to that? Uh, yeah, no, I was just going to go off what uh, Pastor Joe was saying. I feel like for um, maybe women, what they kind of look for is someone like um, emotionally intelligent mm. and like um, emotionally aware, yeah. um, which is a, a really big plus. I, I feel like attraction is a big thing. Like I, we, we all, like we can't lie and say, yeah. oh, we don't, it's all about personality. <laughs> because like, you know, to a certain degree, you know, you've yeah. got to be attracted to other. But mm -hmm. I feel like, like being emotionally invested, being emotionally aware, being emotionally able to, and it's not easy, it doesn't come easy to all of us, especially even women at times yeah. as well. But I feel like being able to communicate with your partner mm. on that level mm. is something that is really, I guess, attractive. Uh, well, I mean, I think you're right, because when Lydia, let me tell you, when Lydia saw me, mm -hmm. it was just, oh, what a guy. Really? <laughs> she, wow. I was lecturing and uh, she said, oh, and then, uh, she heard me engage with people and she thought, that's my guy. Right there. Oh. She knew honestly, in that moment. Honestly, so like- Did she ask any questions? <laughs> Was she like, a question? <laughs> she tells a completely different story, okay. but that's <laughs> besides the point. <laughs> but the physics, so, cause guys, mm -hmm. I think sometimes think, we're the only ones who are looking for uh, physical attraction. How important is that for a woman though? Physical attraction. I think it's important. I think it I plays. Think, I, I think it plays a bigger role than yeah. maybe. I think. I think the the difficult thing is that people don't often want to talk about it because you don't want to come across shallow. Yeah. yeah. You right. don't want to come across right. superficial. Yeah. But I also don't think it's bad to want to be attracted yeah. to the person. No. You, like of you course. know, want to date. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like physical attributes do play a big role. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I love it. Um, another one. Um, okay. So what about by? Let's talk boundaries then. Oh. Put the kids to bed. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we're Christians, so I guess we've got some convictions about, mm -hmm. uh, you know, making sure that we're faithful and, you know, doing things right, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what about boundaries then in relationships? How do you manage? And, and listen, when I was dating Lydia, I found this flipping tough, mm. you know, and, and she found it even more difficult because she was going to this hunk of a guy. <laughs> Angie, <laughs> unbelievable. Joe, let's go to you. Um, uh, how do you? How do you? <laughs> I feel like we need Pastor Lydia to come on. I Honestly. know. Yeah. So, sorry, darling. Yeah, I'll be home in a minute. I'm oh sorry. my god. Um, how? How? So, some. How do you manage the boundaries mm. then? Because obviously, you want to respect the person when you're dating. There's no guarantee. Well, you're, you know, you're, you're still, I guess there's courtship. You're trying to work, you know, where this is going. You, and as Christians, I think part of our deal is you want to respect that person. Yeah. Don't, you know, you don't just want to make it like um, a lust thing Absolutely. and then yeah. totally disrespect the person. That is why the Bible talks about that stuff. So mm. um, talk about boundaries. How do you, how, how does that work? I think that's important. Absolutely. Boundaries. And you've got to set them. It's, it's the sort of thing that you've, you've, you've got to agree on beforehand. Like mm. this is the line that we don't cross. And sometimes people are like, Oh, what is the line? I just, I think like if you're, if it's something that you're going to be asking yourself, is this too far? Then it's already, it's mm -hmm. already too far. So, yeah. you know, especially cause we're Christians and you know, we, you know, we, we talked about earlier having Christ at the center of that relationship because mm -hmm. we're all, you know, that's the thing that kind of keeps us on the same path of why yeah. you're going left and she's going right. Then you've got to be thinking about that. And, and so the whole thing about boundaries don't just happen, they're created. Mm -hmm. and, and it's about staying strong on those and keeping them accountable. And you know what? I keep, I feel like I'm interrupting you. I don't mean to, okay. sorry, continue. Oh no, no, you go. You done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, do, I genuinely forget what I was going to say now. You see, you interrupted me as I was you interrupting you. You were saying you. boundaries are, uh, not, uh, were created. They, they just happen, yeah. They're, they're yeah. Oh, I, that's the thing I was going to say. Yeah, I think, you see, I think that you don't leave the bind, the creating the boundaries until the relationship starts. I think you, I think they start before the relationship yeah. ever comes yeah. your way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you know what I love about the guys in our church? And there's this thing going on and Fraser, both of them actually is the guy who sort of oversees this. And again, I can only talk from, you know, guys perspective, but mm -hmm. uh, with all the temptations that are before guys, we're trying, we're really strong in the junction church and trying to teach guys 
about respect, about, you know, if you're going to do this, let's do it right. Let's yeah. really do this right. And so we have strong accountability. WhatsApp groups, if somebody's struggling yeah. with, uh, uh, you know, it's lust good. or something like that, then they, they can ask for prayer or they yeah. can get some help. And, and, it's, and it's so brilliantly mm. effective in the life mm. of our church. And it's helped so many people. I know that, uh, you know, you're a part of all yeah. of that as yeah. well, and you'll, you'll uh, identify with that. But um, so I think that that's, you know, boundaries start before even the, even yeah. the yeah. relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got to get that sort of really going. Yeah, you, have, you, have to, you almost have to have it. Well, not almost. You have to have a sense of boundaries while she's single mm. yeah. before you even get into because then that's what your principles are based off. Sure. You know, it's sort yeah, of like, okay, true. these, like you're talking about your non-negotiables, mm-hmm. there are some things that even before you get into the relationship have got to be non- yeah. non-negotiables. But then I think when, it, when you're in a relationship and you've got the hearts for each other and you really love each other, you know, and, uh, and all that sort of whatever. <laughs> but um, I think then accountability becomes mm. even more important. Yeah. So an accountability, that's a, it's a kind of a scary word in a way, you know, are you accountable? You know, like Christians love saying accountable. You know, when, when a Christian says that they sort of lower their eyes as accountable, you know, <laughs> as, a, as, as in, a, in a judgmental kind of way. But uh, accountability is important because accountability, you got some people around you mm. and when you are really struggling and it's okay to, you know, find a struggle in relationships, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. if, if there's physical attraction, of course, there's going to be struggles. There's yeah. you know, struggles in terms of lust and all that sort of thing. But accountability says, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to keep myself, account- I'm going to talk to people when I'm struggling. I'm going to talk to some people. I'm going to say, listen, I am really, really finding this season mm-hmm. very, very difficult. Can you pray for me? Can you help yeah, me? Good. I want to make sure that I, I just let you know. It's better to talk about it than not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sin, you know, let's talk sin, the S word. Sin only has power over your life mm-hmm. when it has a hiding place. Yeah. So the what's that the one John thing? Bring everything into the light. So yeah, you bring yeah. it into the light. It doesn't have a hiding place. Mm. It's only when sin can find a little hiding place, and then it becomes like your dirty little secret. Mm. It's there. Nobody else knows it. Whereas accountability is open, honest, transparent, an open dialogue. I'm I'm really finding this difficult. And then when you when you have relation, so so it's the relationship but it's it's the relationships mm-hmm. that you've got around mm-hmm. you in your life yeah. when you're struggling with that to be able to have some people to talk to that's why church matters because yeah. yeah. then yeah. You, can, you can talk to some people and, and really get some help with that stuff yeah. does uh, anything to add to any of that yeah i was just going to say going off past Jay, what you were saying about you know the line and drawing the line and i feel like something that i've maybe personally experienced that i used to think you know boundaries was just that was just like the line and yep. that was kind of it but a actually blo- I, a boring bland yeah, just, line just the yeah. line there but i feel like sort of as i've grown up and stuff i feel like boundaries is not trying to see how close you can get to the line mm. but actually it's asking and having maybe a different perspective of is what i'm doing is how i'm treating this person and what i'm doing in, in this relationship is this honoring to god you know yep. my mm. relationship or is this honoring to me is this honoring to the other person but yep. ultimately is this honoring to god and i feel like as well maybe focusing on what can i gain instead of what am i missing out on because mm. you know maybe having that perspective of yeah, like maybe missing out on something in the now, but actually I'm going to gain something so much more mm. later on in life. The joy and I of think, missing out. Yeah. Joy of missing out. There you go. Um, full, uh, Jomo. Jomo. That was week two, I think. That was. Uh, that's a really good point. That is, a, that is such a good point. And it, it is important to have, you know, those boundaries in place. I mean, again, when you've got the hearts for somebody, you know, it's like, it's very challenging. It's very, so, you, you know, accountability is you know putting little things in place so that you can really protect you know limiting the amount of time mm-hmm. thinking about the time you meet mm-hmm. the context i think it's always really healthy and and one of the best ways you can develop your relationship is to hang out with people and i know that's really tough and locked down mm-hmm. i get it that's yeah. really tough and locked down at the moment but we're gonna get through this thing and then we're gonna get back to some kind of normality again hopefully the vaccines will be effective etc cetera, etc cetera. Did a great video on that, by the way. Um, but uh, so hanging out with people, I think having another couple, having ha- having some other people in your life that you can hang out with mm. as a couple. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's brilliant. It's the best. Mm-hmm. It's the best because actually, 
you've got to find context where you get to know each other. If you're just spending all the time, it, mm. I hate it when couples just spend all day, every day together. I'm bored looking at them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're so into each other that they forget that there's a world out there, a whole world mm. out there. They're like, oh, you're cuddly. And you, you can do a bit of that every now and then, but all the time, give me a break. Give me the sick bag. Come on, people. <laughs> I feel I like agree. I'm breaking no, boundaries I'm here. No, like this. I, I'm trying to keep Friday Night Conversation Real. alive. <laughs> alive. Yeah. But it's like, but I, I think that's important. You know, go mm, and hang yeah. out with some people. Go, yeah. you know, yeah. learn to be a great couple, not just when you're together, but to other mm -hmm. people as well. Because mm. yeah. that's all about purpose. That's all, you know, yeah. uh, we say that, you know, I, I I really encourage you, you know, that as a, if you're dating somebody in church, serve together. Mm. Like come, you know, come and do something to, you know, put out the church together. Come and yeah. live for a cause bigger than yourselves together. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. this is going to be the rest of your life, mm. yeah, people say, well, well, we'll start doing that when we get married. We'll start doing that. Listen, mm. you don't start now. You'll never do it. Yeah, that's true. This is, this is part of purpose. This is yeah. part. So don't be so into each other that it's mm -hmm. like you forget everybody else in your in your world yeah. that's accountability that's mm -hmm. you know it's getting along to life group it's making sure that you that you that you um are not exclusive exclusivity is just the worst mm -hmm. it's just the worst and it's, it's not true. cool anymore either no. right? yeah, true. if you're exclusive right i'm Excluding you. Mm. <laughs> okay, I just said the thing that I'm doing. Anyway, am I rambling here? But, good, um, good. So, boundary, I mean, listen, what we're doing here is we're just hitting on some things mm, and hopefully yeah. it'll encourage some people. So, let's talk dating then. Let's talk dating. Uh, any, any good principles for dating then in the modern society, as they say? Don't go to the cinema on the first date. <laughs> Yes, it, it, that, that's that a terrible true. idea. That's a terrible idea because you know you're sitting there watching a movie, not talking, not engaging. You know, you sit there for two hours. You're like, cool, see you later. Like, what was the point? <laughs> exactly. Listen, let me tell you what I did to my wife. Pizza Hut. Oh, there you go. Conversation of the food. Let me tell you, it was a big deal for me as well. We shared the dessert afterwards. <gasps> And I was appalled because she, she had most food? of the dessert as well. But I still, I married her. So that's, that when, you that, that that's when you know. That's when you know you love somebody. <laughs> exactly. When the dessert is stolen and you say, I'm going to marry her. Aww. Honestly, power, really, really powerful stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we're getting real and gritty here tonight. <laughs> I love but, it. But um, dating, you know, um, I guess that uh, there is a pressure. Uh, I guess there's a pressure everywhere to, you know, how do we uh, pressure to to look the part and to do what everybody else is doing? I guess mm. when you're a student and, and you know people are experimenting and sleeping around and somehow that's culture and somehow that's okay. And I, you know, I think a lot of people do that stuff and they hate it. Mm. Mm -hmm. They absolutely hate it, mm -hmm. and they do it because because of peer pressure and because they don't want to be weird, right? as if they're not already weird. But you want to feel, I want to feel normal. So to be normal, you sleep with a bunch of people that you don't even like. So uh, I, I'm sounding like an old guy now, don't I? No, 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 how, how do you do that? And you've, you've, you know, you've been through the uni experience, you know, so you get it. You get the, the pressures that are there. But how do you, how do we as Christians not just go along with that? Mm -hmm. How do you do that? I feel like you kind of talk about it, Aaron, but I feel like it's like, I guess the value you, like mm -hmm. you put on other people, how you see another person. And like, as you said, like, mm -hmm. are you honoring towards them or is it is the actions bringing you closer to god is yeah. it because I, I i feel like it, it's hard maybe i in like a, a christian dating sense because there's no I don't know, we kind of talked about this last week there's no explicit thing in the bible that says this is the way you date this is everything you need to do etc etc yeah. yeah there's like courtship and etc like stuff like that but i mm -hmm. feel like that's kind of back in the day maybe not to the courtship that's a very old-fashioned word i was gonna it? say court courtship. <laughs> relationships and court <laughs> that's yeah that's before my time but um <laughs> but it, I feel it was cool when i was in my day <laughs> i tell you courtship. courtships <laughs> 1940s <laughs> um 
Where was I even going with my point? I'm <laughs> talking about courtships. Yeah, yeah, talking court, about no, courtships yeah, I just, yeah, I feel like it's it's hard, but I feel like it, an intentionality plays a, mm. a big part into it in the sense of what are you doing and why are you doing it? Um, you know, asking those questions. Why, you know, I'm, why I'm, what is the purpose of me dating maybe? Mm. You know, am I dating because, as you said, is it peer pressure? Is it, is, am I dating to fill a void in my life mm-hmm. that, potentially isn't going to be filled by what I'm going out and seeking in the world. Am I dating because I need validation? And I'm not like saying this to call people out because mm. I feel like yeah. we've all been in positions mm-hmm. where yeah. like we might have fallen into this trap, but I feel like sometimes we just got to, you know, check our heart. And sometimes it starts with us and we've got to think, you know, what are we trying to gain and what we're trying to put out, what we're trying to like, um, I guess, represent to other people. Mm. As well. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that. Any yeah. other thoughts? On that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before, before I get to the thought, um, I'm not even I looking at the, the comments. Thing. Yeah, I said, I said the thing about like not going to the cinema on the first day mm-hmm. and uh, Moose is gone. Uh, but you need to know if you're watching TV that you won't be disturbed. So apparently it's, it's a good... <laughs> 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 it's like, you need to know that you won't, you won't be you disturbed. You won't be disturbed if you're watching TV. It's a test anyway. So that's on his list. I need that to is, know what that's I'm watching That's number one on his list. Nobody asking questions. They can sit in silence for two hours. Why did he do that? I'm just trying to watch this show. I'm like that. I'm not going to lie. I'm like that. That's true. When he's sitting and drinking his cocoa, I do not want to be. That's a very. That is a strong point. Somebody write that down. Very good. Take note. Honestly, the man's got wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's a strong point you make, Angie. I I think as well, like when you when you're dating, there needs to be a level of maturity. I know it's a word that we used before, but maturity in the sense of you need to kind of understand what you're doing. Like you Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. can't just frivolously just (laughs) date you know like without any i think as christians as well like i'm not saying put this massive expectation on it because i think that your expectations change the longer you date so like you don't Mm -hmm. go on the first date with someone thinking this could be my wife or this could be my husband that's just the wrong expectation Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. you're getting to know each other first to see you know am i vibing with this person yeah as the relationship goes on then you can start to build expectations it's very uh unhelpful or unfair to someone else to kind of take the be all and end all expectation is the very first date. Mm-hmm. And that takes maturity. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, because then maturity means that if it doesn't work out, then, you know, it's not like you, that there's then this huge animosity between you and, mm. and stuff like that. It's like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, you, you move on. But that takes maturity as well, I feel. And so it's like going into like, if you know, if, if someone's in a season of life where they're dating, there needs to be a sense of maturity and understanding mm. that the expectations are different at different points, I feel. That's, that's so good and i because i feel like when i was growing up that's that when you were talking about like not going on your first day and expecting like that to be mm-hmm. you know you're gonna meet yeah. your, the, the one because i feel like growing up like you're always taught like you should date to marry mm-hmm. and so that like when you're dating someone like from jump like that is marriage basically like expect the ring next week mm. but i feel like as you, <laughs> not anymore um but i feel like um as you, it's, it's true like the maturity of expectations and i guess in today i i don't know it's difficult because it's like how do you how do you not have that expectation of not dating to marry but then of, of at the same time not fall into like the worldly view mm. of yeah. just dating around and dating i just said Frivolous. Frivolously. Frivolously. I don't even know why I brought that it's, word. It's in. the old-fashioned courtship. I mean, it, okay, old-fashioned, but it is kind of you know as good as courtship. You're getting to know each other. You're you're two people who are you know you like each other. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you like each other. That's why you're <laughs> having dinner. You know, you like each other, and we're just trying to work out. You know, is there any go in this? Yeah. And I think that when you enter into it, not with you don't want to be frivolous. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be like leading somebody on, mm. you know, I think that's really wrong. I think as Christians, we especially got to watch out for that, just yeah. leading somebody on, you know, with no intention of whatever, you know, pursuing it. But, I, you know, I like the attention. So that's driven by insecurity, isn't it? Mm. Mm. And that's a that's an issue of the heart. Mm. That's a, that is a profound issue of the heart. But um, you, the, the whole point of a courtship courtship old-fashioned word dating is <laughs> as christians is you you want to you know it's not jumping into bed like on the first night second night that's mm-hmm. the bible it's not that the bible's spoiling our fun by discouraging that is the bible saying respect people come on figure out if you really love each other yeah. you know mm-hmm. whoever finds a partner finds a good thing you know um that's proverbs so i would but and the whole leading on thing is well i think that you know that is that's something that all of us you know, men, women, we can all, be, that can, we, Christian, and Christians can be guilty of that mm-hmm. as well, flirt yeah. to convert and all that sort of thing, you know, whatever. 
Hashtag Have you heard that before? Convert. Flirt to convert. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that should be the title of, of next week's 17. Oh, yeah. <laughs> flirt to convert, a whole teaching series. Whole the teaching blessed series. life and then flirt to convert afterwards. No, no, no. We're not trying to encourage people to do no. that. No, 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 no. But it, that, that's a big one. That's it a big, is. you know, that's really important to Christian. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. stop messing about. You know, when people are just leading each other with no real intention of anything it's just you like the attention stop it mm. just stop it be you know and people know when they're doing they're kind of intentional about it as well just really respect people and mm. and uh you know anyway i feel like i'm telling people off yeah people are loving it, it. No, it's good. loving that yeah anyway uh let's talk about communication then uh men are from mars women are from venus so <laughs> uh i i do i do think generally men and women just talk totally cross purposes you know um a man, men, is this too, okay, this is probably too general, but it is true to say that when, a, you know, a man uh, will say, uh, I, I went down to the shop and I got myself a piece of, you know, a loaf of bread and went home again, boom. And then a woman will say, well, I went down to the shop and then I met, you know, and, oh, yeah, I saw us. And then I stopped at the shop window. Women, women, I, I think, again, correct me if I'm wrong. And I, and I think women are more em- probably emotionally intelligent, I would have mm-hmm. thought, than men. Now, you made an, an, an interesting observation, and I think there's truth in that, which is that, well, again, too general, but a lot of the times men mature more slowly. They they get better at conversation mm-hmm. as time goes on. Yeah. But the communication thing, um, any thoughts on how to how communication, because it's not just about the physical attraction, it's not just about the, the dinner dates, it's mm-hmm. what you could talk about and, and uh, you know, how, how, do you, how does all that work? Any thoughts on that? Good communication in relationships? Yeah, I think you you got to be open. You got you got to talk talk about interest interesting stuff. You know, find stuff that <laughs> I think you need to be able to do both. You need to be able to do really shallow, and you mm-hmm. need to be able to do deep as well. And yeah, if you can't good. cover the entire spectrum of conversation comfortably, now I'm not saying that that's going to happen straight away on the first day. Sorry, do I do both? Of those? Yeah, yeah, we chat about all kinds of. <laughs> what's, your, what's your shallow? Uh, we we sometimes make up these silly plots. What's your deep? What's my what's my what? What's your deep? What's your deep, deep? conversation. Yeah, your deep conversations. Yeah, the flip side. The you flip. Oh, oh, right. I, I thought you said dip, as in D-I-P. Deep. <laughs> I was like, what's my dip? Uh, my deep. Uh, it's like future, like future stuff, like purpose and all that kind of stuff. So, like, we'll, we'll, yeah, we we'll talk about that. Whole. Okay, let's move on. Pastor is not impressed. I know. I thought it'd be something juicy and interesting. Deep. <laughs> Uh, uh, the Atlantic Ocean, but uh, that's that's <laughs> quite deep. But that's you know, so the whole thing of um, mm, yeah, true. shallow deep. Uh, there comes a point, though, uh, I guess, when when you in the dating thing, when there there comes a conversation uh, when you have to be honest with each other and say, "Where's this going? Mm. How do we see this going?" Managing yeah. expectations. Mm. How do you? How do you? You know, if you're not quite sure about somebody. You kind of like them, but you're not quite sure about somebody. Um, how do you communicate that in a way that conveys, I'm interested, but I, I'm still trying to work this thing out? How does that work? I think we're looking at you for the answer to that one. I don't know the answer. No, when I saw Lydia, I just thought, right, I'll marry her. That was it. It was love at first sight on my part. Should we call past Lydia? Yeah. <laughs> That's such a good question. I uh, it is a great, great question. I, I think it's, and I'm not sure if this is the right answer, but I, I think maybe what needs to happen is if, if you're at that stage in a, in a relationship, there's already hopefully an understanding between the two of you that you're mm. really into each other. Like you mm. actually really do like one another. True. And perhaps, you know, uh, maybe if one person seems more ready or, or that, that conversation comes up, then it needs an honest conversation. I feel like it needs an honest Guilt, like you, do, you shouldn't go in f- like feeling guilty or feeling like you're going to be put in, like have the conversation. Mm-hmm. You need to have the conversation. You need to talk about what it is and figure out, you know, ask those questions. And a lot of times it's in the asking the questions that you find out what the real thing is going on. Maybe it's just like you're scared of doing something big. Maybe it seems like the next big step and maybe you're afraid of it. Or maybe you're just not sure that that's the person and you've you got to be honest about these things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's where that's the real you know that's communication like mm. it's all nice and easy saying oh yeah talk about it deep and the shallow and yeah. uh, yeah. men are from mars women are from venus you know <laughs> a man, a man are men are factual what is it whereas women you know i i think women are tend to be oh my word i'm gonna get myself into trouble here women are more um 
nuanced yeah. is mm -hmm. the word. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and there is, you know, part of the process that I know you're like me is you'll learn to read me and you'll yeah. understand mm -hmm. me. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. To this day, I'll go and I'll say, how are you, Lydia? And Lydia will say, I'm great. And then later on, I'll say, oh, it's good to know you're great. And she says, I'm not great. You know, and I'll say, ah, I know that now. Um, you know. <laughs> You've got a great marriage. It's I, love it. I love it. I think but, it's a, sorry, oh, sorry. No, go on. Oh, no, I was just going to. Yeah, uh, you've saved me. <laughs> no, I was just going to say off the back of what Pastor Joe was saying. I feel like it's that whole conversation. It's like that the DTR, you know, define the relationship. Um, and, you know, sometimes maybe it can be a bit of a, a daunting thing, but I feel like it, in the long run, like, you know, if you don't, if you don't figure out what page you're on, like how, you know, when are you going to go forward? How are you going to go forward? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big part of like, you know, communication is knowing where you stand with that other person. Like it ties into what you're saying, Pastor Roy, are you being led on? Are you leading someone on mm. intentionally or unintentionally? Um, and so sometimes it's, a, yeah, some, like communication is good. Speaking about these things are mm -hmm. good because, you know, you've got to be open. You've got to be honest. As you said, if you like this person, hopefully you are in an environment where you can share your heart. You can share what you're talking about without it feeling like it's, it's embarrassing or like you have to guard yourself in that type of way. Yeah. Mm. Um, one of the, you know, once bitten, twice shy, they say, and there is a vulnerability when you enter. I guess that's what makes it so nerve-wracking. Mm. You invest, you emotionally invest, and sometimes the challenge is relationships go wrong. Mm. So, in other words, uh, one person doesn't feel the same way about another person. It can be very hurtful and very difficult, and so on. Um, is there any, you know? And it's very easy to sit, I guess, sit and just talk about this, uh, you know. But when you're in the, the moment and you're going through it, that's, it's really, really, really tough, isn't mm -hmm. it? Any thoughts about how you can protect your heart in a relationship so that, you know, it, when it does go wrong, there can be, a, you know, a moving on, a forgiveness. Mm. You, you, does that make any sense? How do, you, how do you guard your heart? I think that's what I'm trying to get at mm. in, in a relationship without being so protective mm. that the person never gets in. There's got to be vulnerability. But at the same time, you, you do have to guard your heart, don't you? Yeah. How'd, how'd you do that? I feel like it's a difficult one because it's, it's especially when you're in a situation where you wanted something to work out and it's not worked out quite the way you thought it would be. It, as you said, it, it highlights that, that vulnerability. And I think a lot of people, a lot of us, we don't want to be like vulnerable. We don't want to feel exposed. We don't mm. want to feel hurt and we don't want to experience that again. Um, but I feel, I feel like it's, it's a case of acknowledging it and acknowledging that it happens, acknowledging that I am hurt. This is, but at the same time, like this isn't going to be forever. This isn't gonna be like my whole life. I'm not going to be heartbroken my whole mm -hmm. life. Yeah, in the moment it might feel like it, but you know, actually knowing that after there's still an after there's still something to come i feel like what, what's it what's the saying that we say if, if it's not if it's, if not, it's not okay it, it's, it's not, not no it will, it will be good in the end and if it's not okay, okay then, then it's, it's not, not the end, end. Something like that. <laughs> sorry was a message in tongues you just gave there what was that again <laughs> <laughs> i'll repeat that okay we, we will I'm trying, to pro I'm trying to process that. If it's not okay, it's fine, but it's, it's all over the mountain and it's down the road and up How the hill you and you take the first left and you're down Romance <laughs> Avenue. It will all be all right in the end and, and if it's, it's not, not okay, right, it's not, not the end. Still struggling. Uh, Still struggling, Can you write that down so it can put us a Facebook status tonight? Uh, is, is this like your own saying in your home? Yeah, this is, this, yeah, this if it's not okay, it's you're up and down and you're all you around the world. Is, what is it? How did you say it's a message in talks? <laughs> <laughs> how many, how many Aaron and Angie does it take to figure out one phrase? But just basically the premise of that actually it's it's not it's not the end. And mm -hmm. like there is still I know we can always say it like hindsight's twenty twenty, but literally hindsight is twenty twenty, like, you know, it's all gonna work itself out in the end and you know, sometimes it might be a case of thinking, well, you know, if this isn't what God has planned for me, then he's going to have something at least better. And yeah. you know what? It's okay to be hurt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's not a sin to feel mm -hmm. hurt. You know, yeah. I think I think sometimes the, one of the challenges in, in, our, in our, our, our spirit-filled expression of faith is 
We just want to move. People say, we move on, quick, come on, get over it, get over it, just get over it, get over it. But there are times when actually you can be really hurt, especially if you've invested in a, yeah. you know, a relationship. And yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Said, I, I really, that was, you know, that was a big deal for me to make myself vulnerable there. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. feeling really hurt. And I think it's okay. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. I, th- I right. think, you know, give give yourself a bit of space. Be kind to yourself. It's mm-hmm. okay to feel disappointed. It's okay to, mm-hmm. you know, to be and and to feel a bit hurt about all that stuff. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not not a sin. You you know, there the challenge is, and and this is where I don't want to be cliched. You know, mm-hmm. you can say, oh, just trust God, and move. But the challenge is to to trust God in the midst of all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like fa- faith is not this problem-free life faith is trusting god in your problems isn't Mm -hmm. it yeah in your challenges faith is trusting real you know faith is not getting a miracle every single day of your life Mm -hmm. if only life were like that Mm -hmm. Um, faith is trusting god when the thing that you were believing for didn't work out in Mm. the way that you wanted it to be i was just i was talking i've been talking to somebody recently uh not part of the junction church actually somebody who's really a very significant person in in ministry and they were they were just talking about you know i'm really struggling with god this is not obviously about relationships this is about something that they believed god had said to them and um and it, it really didn't happen like uh it's not that it didn't happen in the way they wanted it. It's just it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. It just didn't happen yeah. at all. And this person's really, really, really struggling. And, uh, you know, analyzing their own faith. Was it God's will or was it just my desire mm-hmm. for it to be God's will? And, you know, those are those are reflections for afterwards as well. But I would say that if in the, in the rawness of that moment, when, when there's a, you know, your heart is hurting, just be, be kind yeah. to yourself. Yeah, Don't so stop... Stop giving yourself a hard time. Stop trying to move on too quickly. There, there are times when mm-hmm. and you, you keep coming to God's house and you keep coming and you, you lift your hands and worship because that's faith. That's faith. You know, I would say if you're going to have your worst day of your life, mm-hmm. have it in the house of God. The, yeah. I promise you this, the worst thing you can do when, mm-hmm. you're, when you're dealing with disappointment is, is, is spend too much time on your own yeah. and, and withdraw and become an introvert and, you know, sort of hide away from the world that's that is the very thing that's not going to help because yeah. actually you you got to get out there you got to get around people mm-hmm. and you know and that that is what church is there for yeah. you know yeah. church, church is just a bunch of hurting people yeah you know mm-hmm. who are doing life together yeah. and who are experiencing god's grace together as well the only difference between people who go to church and people who don't go to church is jesus <laughs> It's the only difference. So, yeah, mm-hmm. so, so. Yeah, so Christians, we, are, we have the same hurts. We have the same yeah. challenges. We're trying. Yeah, we try, We have some values. We're trying to live by the values of God's kingdom. Yeah. We're trying our best to, to, to live, uh, you know, decent lives, lives that please God mm-hmm. and so on. But we can still get hurt. And I, yeah. I would say yeah, that if, true. you know, if you've been hurt by a relationship that has gone, you know, that hasn't gone according to plan or you feel, you, some people, a lot of people feel angry at God mm-hmm. because it didn't go, yeah. well, you know, just be kind, you know, it's okay. It's okay to feel a bit disappointed. It's even okay to feel a bit disappointed with God. Mm-hmm. Read the Psalms. The Psalms are like, you know, <laughs> like one minute he's, oh, thank you, Lord, for your goodness, but why, you know, <laughs> and it's like, and that's okay. It's, yeah. you know, as long as you just, God, I don't think God minds it if you're mad, as long as you keep talking to him. Yeah, yeah. it's true. I don't, I don't think God, in fact, I think God's saying, at last, some honesty from you, you know, <laughs> instead of these bland, boring <laughs> prayers, thank you for the bird so sweet, thank you for the food we ate, yeah. God who never slumbers and sleeps is like having a holy sleep up in heaven. <laughs> Where it was, you know, in our, I think our most effective prayers actually, Actually, in a, in a yeah. weird way, come out of our hurts. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. Uh, come out of our disappointments. Yeah. And, and so that would be my encouragement tonight. Yeah. Any that. other thoughts on that? No, spot on. I was just going to say, Ro- Rosie Harden in the comments has helped you guys out. She's given us the actual quote. It's, it will be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, it's not there the end. It will Thank be you, okay in, over at the end when it starts. <laughs> when you turn the corner at the to beginning, the shop. Yeah. Uh, from an A to Z uh, book. Y to Z, yeah. You know what, it's because of uni. You know when you have a quote, you have to really like exactly. reword it. Exactly, you can't That's... plagiarize. Oh, yeah, exactly. plagiarism. So the, the... Okay. Well, I have been no in uni copyright. for about 362 years. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, I think this has been a good little conversation tonight. And listen, what we wanted to do was just just talk about some stuff. I mean, again, 
we could spend all night talking about each of those little, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. segments that we went through tonight. But we just wanted to acknowledge, you know, the, the, and talk about it and do it hopefully in a tongue-in-cheek way and hopefully nobody's been offended or whatever. <laughs> and if you have, well, you have to forgive us because you're Christians. <laughs> uh, but uh, we just love you guys loads. And if you're, you know, if you're believing for God to, you know, to bring into your religion, keep, keep praying, keep trusting. Yeah. Hold your nerve, you know. Let's let's believe together. And honestly, the amount of time I, now now I can say this as a veteran old pastor, you know, I've prayed for so many people, and I've just been amazed. God can just answer, boom, quite quickly. Things can happen. Mm-hmm. So hold your nerve. Yeah. God will do what only God can do. Love Thanks that. for being with us tonight. I hope you've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed being here because I haven't been okay. here for a while. Because we do. It's not the same. I prefer it like this, mm-hmm. you know, because when you do it on the Zoom, yeah. like the screen on the Zoom, I just feel like, oh, it's, Joe. it's a lot more difficult to bounce off, bounce off each other mm-hmm. when you're not in person, isn't it? Bounce? Well, not physically. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like uh, molecules. I'm talking cross purposes here as well. Oh. Yeah, no, it is. It's not the same on the Zoom, is no. it? It's like no, but when we're here, and that's why I'm so looking forward to when life gets back to some mm, kind of normality so. again, yeah, because then we can absolutely. all be together. Boom. And, you know, I used to love it when the services, whenever it was bunched up close yeah. together. You put, you put up a post on Instagram today. So, yeah, I did. I, I deliberately of, did that. Yeah. I deliberately. Do you know what I do on Instagram? I, I like. I have loads. I take about ten hours to do an Instagram post. I love it. You do, you how long, how long it does it take you? How long does it take you to do an Instagram post? It takes me a while as well. Does, yeah. Got to get make, the words right. Yeah, got to get the caption right. Filter do I right. Do, do I do emojis? Do I <laughs> do hashtags? Do I just do? Oh like, my well, gosh! Do I do nothing at all? Uh, <laughs> wait. So you mean you sometimes take two hours and decide to do nothing? <laughs> <laughs> Like, nah. You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. The same Instagram post for the last two years. <laughs> You've just not seen it because it's just not made it. <laughs> well, we love you guys loads, and we trust you're all good. And uh, we're going to be back again next Friday. But don't forget, if you're part of the Junction Church and you're part of the Beacon, we're going to be doing this teaching series. Honestly, Joe. Mm. Honestly. It's called The Blessed Life. So good. And uh, so what's going to happen on Sunday is we're going to hear some teaching from Pastor uh, Robert Morris, who's an amazing... And he is going to be teaching on biblical principles of generosity, how to position yourself for blessing in your life. Mm. Honestly, this is the most sound. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the most practical. This is the most, I think, revelatory teaching, I would Mm -hmm. say. Big word. Uh, don't use that word in dating uh, because it won't work, but you can use it in church. Um, it's, it's just brilliant, yeah. brilliant, brilliant. And so what's, it's going to be brilliant. We thought we'd do things a little bit different in church um, online on Sundays. So we're going to listen to Pastor Robert speak, and then we're going to have a chat about what he said yes. afterwards. So that's going to be the interesting part. We'll, we'll listen to what he says, then chat that's about it, it yeah. and think about what it means for us. And then... We're also going to be having our own chats and live groups as well. Love that. So good. So uh, make sure you get along to that. So come with an open heart. Be ready for a bit of a challenge because some of it gets a bit challenging, and yeah. I love that because yeah. yeah. you know, hey, it's I don't really just, good. I just want to, I don't just want to hear nice things. Yeah, <laughs> I love, um, I love how he he takes it. He, well, I saw the first one. He, t- he takes like a scripture that we've probably always mm-hmm. interpreted in one way and just. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm excited for Sunday. Like, I'm just going to be looking at the chat. When he does it, everyone's going to be like, whoa. (laughs) Whoa. It's going to be good. So listen, uh, guys, thanks for joining us tonight. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Go and get another cup of cocoa or... What's going to happen now? Do, yeah, do, do, do you have like an evening routine? Is that the idea? Um, no, no, but in the conservatory. I think yeah, we're going to try just decided for us. We're going to get McDonald's. Gonna, are you going to get? A t- oh, you going to get McDonald's? Yeah, are yeah. you? McDonald's. Very good. Mm. What about you? What what takeaway are you getting tonight? <laughs> I've got leftover KFC waiting for me. Ooh. Hey, they're doing this. Um, I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just not marketing. But they're doing this ten pieces of chicken for ten pound thing. It's like a nice bucket. And not, uh, what kind of is it? What was it? Is it? Um, it's it's like. Thighs and, and and like chicken breasts, like the, and they're proper big, so it's not like small wings or anything. So, how many more pieces of that chicken have you got to consume? The I evening? have done seven today, and I've got. Three. You'll be disappointed. You think if we've got three, that will that, that you know. That I did will, kind of leave the house to satisfy. Sad. Yeah, you. exactly. <laughs> I should have done five, and then had five waiting. True. But I, you would have I went hard the first five time. tomorrow night. Then when I do FN, see, see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the other five. Boom. You well, I didn't plan but you, ahead. you decided to have a ratio of seven to three. Well, it's, it's more, I, I kind of felt if I have seven. Then is it thigh? What is it you're going to be having? Well, I've got two drumsticks and one and one breast left. So. <laughs> Chicken. On that bombshell, 
We hope you've enjoyed this evening. Uh, we've enjoyed being here. I hope, I hope we've given you a laugh, if nothing else. We're just trying to keep it real, and we love you guys. See ya Sunday. 11 a.m. live. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe's going to go and have his chicken now. And I'm <laughs> going to go and have my cocoa now. And they're going to go and have their McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. now. McDonald's. Whatever you're doing, enjoy it. Speak soon.